0: My name is Kamala Hurley. I am a psychic medium. I'm so excited for you to be here right now because I'm going to go into something that might be impacting your life at this very moment. Maybe it's impacting the way that you are developing personally, your personal development. Maybe this, is, this found its way to you because I'm getting ready to talk about what does it take to come out of the spiritual closet? <laughs> okay, dun-dun-dun. Here we are. What does it take to come out of the spiritual closet? Do you need to come out of the spiritual closet? What did I do to come out of the spiritual closet? Cause I'll tell you coming out of the spiritual closet, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy for me. Now, if you see here, because you're probably watching this on YouTube, I'm looking over to the side. It's because I have close to a hundred people with me on TikTok who are intuitives, empaths, lightworkers, light warriors. We have psychics, mediums, energy healers, all these beautiful souls that are being called here, whether people know what their gifts are or not, are hanging out with me on TikTok and now on YouTube because collectively more of us do need to come out of the spiritual closet so that we can create greater impact on the lives of other empaths and intuitives and light workers that need to use their gifts to collectively shift the world that we live in so there is a purpose as to why i feel so called to jump here and recreate this uh, to record this podcast because you can see here i have a little bit of a spooky theme i've got a skull sitting back here (laughs) because Every day, we have no idea if we're going to make it to sunset. Put it into perspective. I want you to understand nothing in life is guaranteed, not even life itself. The only universal law that is 100% true, that you can believe in, is the universal law of change. It is constantly a motion of energy a ev- evolution, expansion. And so when we get mindful of how it is that we spend our life and our time, because time is never promised, it is then that I am here to ask you, to call you to come out of the spiritual closet, to use those intuitive gifts that you're blessed with, and breathe the light and shine as strong as you can into the collective. <laughs> so pretty much, either you're in on this right now, or or you're just you know you just click to the next thing, which is fine. I appreciate it. I will let you know. You can always come back. <laughs> you can always come back when you're ready. And I love it. I have people uh, on TikTok like Nancy saying, "Bring me out, please." Okay. I am. I am. I'm calling you out. Okay, Nancy, (laughs) I'm calling you out. You have intuitive gifts. It's time to let them shine. So let's get personal. Let's talk about, let's talk about how I came out of the spiritual closet. I'll let you know. It wasn't easy. I feel like I was on Instagram, which is if if somebody just asked me right now, which is beautiful, another intuitive. (laughs) Um, asking me oh somebody's asking me did you mean to post that on insta who knows i don't care (laughs) i'm guided by like my intuition and um i'll say yeah (laughs) but speaking of instagram at camilla hurley boom so you can figure out what the inappropriate content is that i put out there (laughs) which is probably me just laughing i don't know um, I just want to say that like Instagram is a the place that I really like has transformed my life, but it's also it can be a really heavy place. I will let you know I do not have like, uh, you know I I'm not an Instagram girl. Okay, I'm just gonna say it. I'm gonna share it. You guys probably already know this. I mean, I love a good filter like the next person. I'm not going to lie to you on that. I love a good filter. I love makeup. I love hair extensions. I love fashion. I love a good skincare routine. And it sounds like I could be an Instagram girl, but really I'm not like when I get on Instagram, it's just sort of like I post whatever I want. Now there once was a time (laughs) where I was very strategic. It was like, okay, I'm going to explode the algorithm. I'm going to take my personal content and I'm going to teach people how to be a personal brand. And by the way, if you don't know this about me, I own a product-based business called Madison and white. And I started this company on the kitchen table for $50 and scaled it to six figures. I also personally, uh, sold out live on QVC in under six minutes. I just like to say, And I will say that I also personally was on MSNBC and I do not have an MBA. I really allowed intuition to guide me and I used the power of Instagram way back in like 2016 to make this happen. And then at some point Instagram was like, hey, we're shutting this algorithm down. It's 100% pay to play. And I'm just gonna be controversial and just say shit like I say it. Uh, Instagram was started and bought by Facebook, a.k.a. Meta. And Mark Zuckerberg started Facebook. If you guys haven't watched the movie, you can check it out on Netflix. All right. He started that at Harvard. Now, I'll let you guys know, I didn't go to Harvard either. (laughs) I didn't go to Harvard. I don't drive a Lamborghini. I, like, I'm not like i'd like to don't get me wrong if you guys see me if i do a post on instagram and i'm driving a lamborghini you'll know something really really went well that day (laughs) i don't know (laughs) i can't even imagine but mark zuckerberg created facebook in a very top tier elite place and the way that i understand it as time marched from 2016 just until like, honestly, like 2019, 2020, is that it used to be a place where anybody could show up with an idea, build a business, and it would go out into the algorithm and people would actually find your content. But then it was like, you know, the monkey, like imagine a big monkey, you know, the gorilla in the room with all the bananas was like, wait a minute, why are we doing this? We're changing the algorithm. And it changed people's lives and it changed the way that we make content and it changed the ability for small businesses to get out there it literally like for me i'll let you know madison and white was created with pillow i made pillowcase kits and I like, I love competition. Competition in the marketplace is healthy. It is how we, we, you know, get better prices, uh, innovation. There's so many beautiful things about competition. So please don't think I'm a hater and think it needs to just be, you know, I'm just saying I'm owning that. But what happened was, is that, you know, people with really big, deep pockets were able to run 500 ads on Facebook or Instagram, cutting out the ability for small businesses to really get content out there. Okay, it is what it is. I'll also say that I don't have an MBA, and I was scared to take a risk when the pandemic happened, and so my company, Madison and White, went into sleep mode right after doing QVC, right after doing Good Morning America, because if you could imagine having like you know a couple hundred thousand dollars that to to wire that kind of money and take on that financial risk, and then wire it to china <laughs> and then hope that your products would get made and sent back now please if somebody here is triggered on why i'm having stuff made in china text textile mills do not exist in america they don't exist there's like one denim mill that exists because it's like family owned but that you cannot get textiles made in the u.s anybody who tells you that like a, a an item that's textile based was made in America. It's because that fabric. Now I love the cotton industry. Look at, I'm opening up such a can of worms being opinionated here, but I don't care. I'll say the cotton industry is working on improving that. But I have a product that's using a different type of material and you can't, there is not a single mill in America that can actually create this textile. I had to go to either Japan, uh, Korea, or China, and I went to China because if I were to have japan i don't even know quotes on korea i don't, I wasn't able to meet suppliers there I digress let's get back to this <laughs> I digress let me get back to it. Things came up, and I just was at a loss during the pandemic i just i couldn't take the financial I couldn't, I couldn't say here, let me wire money to China and see what happens next. It was too much for me as a small business owner. Couldn't do it. So that shut down opportunities for business and basically shut my business down. And then the algorithm on Instagram changed as it's constantly evolving. Like I said, things are constantly changing. So we have to always be aware that change is for our greater good. I promise you, I'm going to get back to this topic about spiritual closet, coming out of the spiritual closet. So I'm just giving you a little bit of back filler, like I was like filling in some of the details in regards to my personal experience with coming out of the the spiritual closet. So at the time, I felt exhausted with dealing with a product-based business. So I did something for myself. I became a integrative health coach through a school based in New York City called the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. Took me a year to go through that program to become a health coach. I had no idea. I just was really passionate about health and wellness, and I thought, "Hey, this is great. I'll use this with my company that's focused on sleep." And that didn't that that piece never really came into existence either. But what happened after all this other stuff that happened? Okay, yeah, it, I got through the program in only a year. Absolutely being an integrative health coach is not being a medical professional it is being a coach so that's why i always tell people when i do medical mediumship that uh you know i'm not a doctor dentist therapist psycho i cannot i cannot diagnose so um so so i went through that program and i was working with other brands and i was teaching people how to build a personal brand and that's where my Instagram on account was. So if you can imagine, I've personally been on QVC, MSNBC, my company has done Good Morning America, uh, you know, nationwide high-profile events, or you know, been in mass media. I felt like I had an image. I felt like everybody knew me as the small business entrepreneur with hustle and that she would talk about personal branding on Instagram. Everything was like, this is how to build your, your algorithm, you know, like (laughs) use these hashtags to get out there so people can find you. Right. And it's like, I, I just want you to know coming out of the spiritual closet while having this belief that this is who I am was terrifying. So one of the ways that I slowly started to take the next step, the first step, was that I was in the closet doing spiritual work. How many people out there do that? How many people use, let's say, don't tell anybody that you got tarot, tarot cards? <laughs> How many people are like, oh, this is my dirty secret. I have tarot cards. How many people are like, it's my dirty secret. I have a pendulum. <laughs> <laughs> Hands are going up right now. Thank you, Kristen, for saying I don't tell anybody. How many people are like i I don't tell people that I I automatic write I, I how many people have the dirty secret of vivid dreams that feel precognitive, maybe even prophetic? How many people have the dirty secret that they can speak to your uh dead loved ones? <laughs> and this is a beautiful comment coming in hot off of TikTok, which is: yet somehow people know. Okay. I agree with you because your energy never can lie about who you are. Right. That's why liars can be so easily observed from body language and the feeling that you get when somebody's lying to you. It's like, Hmm, my spidey senses are going off. I'm missing something here, right? That's intuition at work. And people intuitively know when you're an empath, when you are an energy healer, when you are hiding a secret. People know because you'll be at Walmart and that, that personal stop and tell you their entire life story. And you thought you were just going in for almond milk (laughs) you thought you were just going there for cheetos (laughs) like whatever your food product of choice is okay why is it that although you have been hiding in your spiritual closet people still find you okay the first step is to acknowledge and stop lying to yourself don't lie to yourself that you have the gifts that I, I, Oh, that's not me. I'm just like really good at tarot. I just like, I don't know. It's just like, whatever I literally have this this vintage Doreen virtue deck. Boom. I can show it to you here. And I would pull out this card in here. I've seen if I can find it like really fast all the time for like a year before I took ownership, it said mediumship. And I was like, Oh my God, this is such a waste of a card. Why? Why does this card? This is wasting my time when I do a, a morning uh oracle reading for myself. I'm like literally, this is wasting my time in my life. I'm not a medium. <laughs> so the first step is are you lying to yourself? Okay. I'm just seeing if I can find this card off the hop. It doesn't seem to be wanting to be shared. Let's see here. <laughs> nope, can't find it. I can't find, it. you see me, you can probably hear it. You're like, what's she shuffling through? She's shuffling through the cards. I don't know where I put it. Um, Not meant to be. So first step is, are you acknowledging, <laughs> are you acknowledging the truth of your gift? And right now we have a comment. Is that why people tell me things? 100% don't be in denial about your spiritual gifts. If you're doing dishes, you're listening to me right now. Give yourself a minute here. Give yourself give yourself everybody who's here, YouTube, TikTok fan, podcast. I'm going to give you a minute here. I'm not going to give you a full minute, but I'm going to give you a second to take a moment and say what's the first gift that you have that comes to mind? Okay? And go. <laughs> what is it? Let it the first thing that pops into your mind without a doubt. Okay. Without a doubt, people are telling me on TikTok, I can talk to spirit. I'm healing. Claire sentient. You feel it in your body. Let's see here. The comments are coming in so fast. I love it. I always get the comment. You're, you give such good advice. Yeah, right on. So the gift of wise counsel for you, Summer. Uh, we've got love. Ooh, beautiful. Compassion, mediumship, feelings. Empath, being an empath, compassion and empathy. Listening to death, that's interesting. I like that. That's very spooky. The skull back here says, yes, please. (laughs) Feeling other people's emotions, being an empath, intuition. All of these answers are correct. And if you feel like you need more time to sit and listen to the answer for your life, please do so. Like pause this podcast right now and give yourself a moment to say, I really want to dig in on this idea and I w- really want it to resonate and I really want to figure out what my gift is because I feel it. I know it's there. Why Why you wouldn't be listening to me if you didn't have a, spir- a spiritual gift? I guarantee you, I always say this on TikTok. Let me just announce this out to the podcast and YouTube world. The only reason why you found me is because you have a spiritual gift that needs to shine and I am your advocate, I'm supporting you in coming out of the spiritual closet, okay? Feels good to let the truth out, doesn't it? Even if you're telling your dog or your cat at this point. (laughs) The universe will conspire on how to get your gift of discernment, your gift of clairaudience, you know, the gift of sound, vivid dreams, whatever it is, 100%. I want you to know you're not alone. Whatever your clair, audience, clair, sentient, clair, em- empath, clairvoyant, like, I mean, boy, we just go down the list. Whatever your gift is, I'm here to let you know you're not alone and that you are meant to shine bright and that the ideas and the intuition that help random strangers that come up to you right now or if you have like a family member who unloads everything on you right or a best friend and you're like oh my god here we go again round 2 let's let's talk about the toxic boyfriend maybe at one point she's going to listen to me <laughs> And then what happens is right everybody's like yeah we got that friend. We got that one friend who's like please please universe a lightning bolt of clarity into this friend's mind. <laughs> right. Listen, I have probably I've been that person. I just want to say I've been the person who's like I don't Understand, you know, I do everything right, and they keep saying it's all my fault. <laughs> yeah. Ah, here we are. So so the first step is acknowledge who you are, acknowledge your gift. Okay. <laughs> People are hilarious. I'm a shit show, but give great advice. I love it. Look okay, at that's from Inspirations Boutique on TikTok, too. <laughs> <laughs> which is super good. Yeah, it can, be, it can be anybody. Anybody in your life who comes to you and literally opens up their heart to speak their truth is helping you understand the truth about you, which is that you are a light worker. You are a spiritual person that's meant to heal. So the first step is you have to say, know thyself, like, who are you? What's your gift? Acknowledge it. And the the other piece that's like coming through right now, and I'm trying to be like nice and tidy, like step one, acknowledge who you are. Step two, <laughs> baby steps. <laughs> I just want to say step two is like a couple things. Understand that every trauma that you've gone through in this life, trauma, challenge, devastating event, broken heart moment that you've had in this life up to this point of finding this podcast has been to help your soul expand and grow into ways not to destroy you, not to be like the the skull, the the Halloween decoration back here, but it has actually been there to grow you as the healer and as the light worker that you are. I'm letting that sink in for a minute. Pain is the knowledge on which you're able to guide other people and you don't need to go to Harvard for that. (laughs) I'm not dissing Harvard, by the way. I have a sweatshirt somewhere I wear that says Harvard. I love Harvard, okay? F. Scott Fitzgerald, I think, went there for a bit. Did he drop out? I don't know. But he wrote like the great Gatsby, which is back to another point that you don't need a university to tell you that you're great. You don't need uh, any kind of the education that you need Is the wounds and the scars that you've already earned. I like, dude, where did that come from? I was just like, dang. I was like, my God, that makes me want to drop an F bomb. It's so good. (laughs) Life has been your university. And let me tell you, gorgeous light worker, healer, intuitive that you are, your Ivy League without the debt. without having, without the debt. Okay. (laughs) Oh yes. You, your pain. I'm like, I don't even know how to, how I said that. I'm going to have to rewind and listen to that again. Let me see if I can bring that in just to repeat it twice. So it's like highlighting it into our brain that your pain I don't even remember what I say. Maybe somebody on TikTok can help me remember what I. What did I even say? Okay, <laughs> yeah, goosebumps—such good stuff, right? Yeah, your pain and your wounds are the only—that is the educational piece that you need to validate the way that you will help heal other people. Okay, all right. Up oh, the pain is your experience. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> the pain, is, the pain is the is the knowledge that you'll need to help heal other people. So I guarantee you, if you're a coach, even if you're a certified therapist, because I've been very good friends with many. Thank you, Summer, and all the beautiful people who are like pain is the knowledge in which you're able to guide people. Thank you, Christian. All right, <laughs> and you know. I'm almost blonde. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm almost blonde. All right. Yeah. Yeah. The pain and trauma is made for soul growth for yourself and it's to help heal other people. Okay. Yeah. The pain and the wounds and the trauma and the hardships and the heart breaks, everything is, is school for you to help heal other people. And by the way, Yay. Thank you so much. I love this. So many beautiful comments. Like you're speaking straight to my heart. Yeah. We would never know joy without the pain coming in off TikTok. Absolutely, guys. I'm reading some of the comments right now to you. Oh, say it again for those in the back, Phoenix. (laughs) Right? Okay. Yeah. So Summer's like, I'm mad at the big design. Why is pain necessary? Well, pain is the process of growth from birth, oh, right? From birth until, um, well, well, until you, you finally get the uh, bus ticket out of here. <laughs> Susan, I'm sending you so much light and love. See, when you open up and you feel the emotions rising up in you and you're crying, you are actually cleansing the soul to make space for greater good and serving other people. Let's get back into this. You are a light worker. You are being called by spirit to shine bright and stop hiding in the spiritual closet. So the pain, the fear are... At one point, what holds you back and as soon as you open up the door and let your the truth start to, you know, breathe out, it becomes the education on which you teach and heal others. So... Allow yourself those moments where the pain just, you just, you have to cry. So pain is the education is step two. Pain is the education. It should not hold you back. Don't let that pain, don't have a fear. Don't have the fear of letting your pain out. I've been sexually assaulted twice. It has taken me, I'm 47, and it has literally taken me 46 years or yeah, well, I mean, it happened when I was in my 20s the first time. I was like 25, 26. Yeah. And for a for a woman, I identify as a woman, for a woman to share that without shame is a hard piece to own. And now here I am on TikTok and I and this podcast and I am able to talk about the the two sexual assaults that I've had. And it took a long time to be empowered to share that. And whatever your pain piece is that feels most frightening to scare to scare that scares you the most to share, understand that this is part of the way that you're going to help heal people and thank you kisses thank you love i want you to know you're not the first person to face the trauma the hardship the heartbreak the disappointment the betrayal the shame you're not the first but this world needs you to be the first maybe in your community to be the first in your community to provide more healing for those that are also scared and locked in their closet and the third this is where the third <laughs> the third step is baby steps The only thing I lost coming out of the spiritual closet was fear. <laughs> now I was like whatever uh, like it was really of of the fear of coming out of the cl- spiritual closet was really me facing the monsters that I had made within my own head, and it took small steps, so at first, I was hiding and doing tarot readings. And then I was in a Facebook group and I wanted to be an approved reader. Okay. And I love it. Some people are like, I never been in the closet. I love you. Thank you, Evolve Soul. I love it. We all still have challenges no matter where you're at in the game of life. Yay. I'm sending so much love right back to all of you guys. Some people are like, wait, I got to find the door first. Exactly. And that's where, okay, maybe the third step is like baby steps and flow. I want you to understand that you can take small steps. Like for me, I just like, you know, I was at a thrift store and I literally like, was like, oh, for $1.99, I'll totally pick up this. uh, Actually, to be honest with you, the very first tarot deck I ever bought was at a flea market in Paris. And uh, it was honestly, I think that this was like a $3,000 tarot deck uh, because it was uh, like, it it looks to me like one of the first Marseille tarot decks. And um you can listen to one of my other podcasts about it. I gave that deck to my sister because I'm like that I'm not intuitive. Here. I was like, here, that's for you, sis. I'm not intuitive. <laughs> I'm not intuitive. No, that's not for me. So here, I gave it away and she lost it. I'm like, oh my gosh. Then guess what? The universe got me into alignment again because I was at a thrift store and I'm like, for $1.99, okay, let me see if I can find this deck. Let's see. You hear me scurrying around. Oh, uh, uh, I don't know if I can... Oh, yeah, this is it. Okay, here it is. For $1.99, I bought this tarot deck. <laughs> It is a uh, King, Arthur, King Arthur Tarot deck. Okay, King Arthur Tarot deck. Sorry, just adjusting my headset. And I was like, okay, I can do that. For $1.99, I'm in on it. And then I let it sit around for probably a year. Yeah, I let it sit around for actually maybe even a couple years. <laughs> love you. Love you, Karina. Powerful health healer that you are okay i just want to say that this it baby steps maybe the first step is just having the intuitive tool (laughs) and then allowing it to naturally come to you that's how you find the door out of how the way out of the spiritual closet is that you just allow yourself to let the door open on your own time when you're ready don't force it. You know, you just like, you don't have to force it. It just all happens, but be open to it. Right. And own yourself, know yourself and take those baby steps. So I went from being somebody that was like very business orientated. I had a very public identity that was like very business orientated. And then through the pandemic the the total shit show that was, and then it was like the world, at least my world, I was like, man, I'll literally give two fucks about what anybody thinks about me. <laughs> but I did a little bit on Instagram. I will on Instagram. I'm like, oh, my God, I got to keep being like business guru. <laughs> right? Karina was like, I was there. I'm like, I got to keep being like, you know, I'm ready to do another, you know, good morning, America, or whatever. Like, I'm in business. Like, let's go. And there was a shift where I actually called myself the business medium. I'm here to do mediumship, like to help you with your business. Cause I'm really good at branding and marketing and stuff like that. And I love doing it. And let me tell you crickets, people, nobody cared. (laughs) Nobody cared. People were like, eh, yeah. (laughs) So then I was like, the next step was like, oh, you know what? The next baby step. I'm like, I'm going to call myself an intuitive And I love that word. I think it's really pretty. Nobody has any idea what you're talking about. Oh, I'm intuitive. It's just like, okay, pass the salt. (laughs) And for me, I don't know. It just didn't like, I'm an intuitive here to help guide you. Da, 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 right? Like all of us are intuitive. It's like, it's like, it's like me saying to you right now, guess what guys? I can walk. (laughs) The person's like, yeah, pass the pepper too. What are you talking about? Are you like, what's on your plate and how much wine have you had? Okay. We're all intuitive. Be, you know, like it's sort of like, it's sort of like pretty. It's Instagram pretty. How many intuitive coaches do you follow on Instagram? It's so pretty. It's pretty. It's safe. (laughs) and got to a point where I'm like I'm actually just a psychic medium and I was terrified to use those words I feel those two words put together it is instantly polarizing people instantly never want to talk to you again or people instantly want to Where people instantly want to tell you everything. And by the way, do you have a minute? Cause I want to ask you a question. It's either, it's, it's either that there's really very few people who are in the gray area. Um, and I want to say, as soon as I said, I, I know myself, I know what I do. I am gonna let go, let God and I'm gonna let people know I'm a psychic medium and I'm gonna change in my life. What psychic mediumship means by showing up every day, and being the person that, that I am, but being different about it, you know, like I'm not a psychic medium that sits around smoking cigarettes all the time, drinking whiskey. And like, I mean, maybe that would be fun, <laughs> but like, I always had that image of like psychic mediums, just like, sort of like, you know, <laughs> making bad health choices. Like I always thought, what do you have to do? You have to Like if you're a psychic medium, do you have to like smoke? I don't know why i have those images or do you have to have a voice that sounds like you know like you've been trucking across the country for you know 100 years right (laughs) what are you trying to say exactly thank you you guys are so kind and by the way i see you chris (laughs) um so i i don't know and by the way like i really don't drink whiskey but i do like tequila just for the record (laughs) right so how can you own yeah, the gift that you have? <laughs> how can you own the gift? And you don't have to be what you think is the worst image of a psychic medium, like a psychic medium that just wants to be like, okay, you know, hustling money out of people. <laughs> that was for you, Chris. I just want to say that It doesn't have to be this way whatever fear it is that you have about calling yourself like an energy healer a reiki master um even if you want to use the word intuitive coach i just want you to know i still love you (laughs) i love it i get it i want to be woo woo but like not too woo woo i got you it's okay we're good you got to be you know it's like playing both sides It's like saying i'm practical i'm part of the real world and then at the other side it's like but i'm spiritual i mean honestly i really (laughs) i really whatever phase of the baby steps of language and the words that you choose for yourself yeah mesopotamian woo-woo i know (laughs) that was a great medical mediumship reading i did for you kelly i love that one and i just want to say whatever word you want to use i'm good with it because things evolve and things expand. But the important piece that I'm advocating is that you get good with knowing who you are, with the gifts that you have, and that you start to come out of the spiritual closet. It will happen regardless. Or the universe will just finally kick you in the butt and it's like, it's done. You're like, guess what? I am psychic. (laughs) Right? Yeah. I love that smart. Smart is like you've taught me to look at myself and put myself first. Oftentimes empaths, spiritual lightworkers can easily get out of the work. That also needs to, you know, this is here. This whole thing that everything I'm talking about is like you putting yourself first and letting go of the fear of being judged. Let go of the fear of being judged. Yay. Be safe out there. So, yeah, exactly. Here's a great, last time I admitted I was psychic to my family, my sister called me psycho. Healthy boundaries. Questions, drop them in. Yep, you're out. You have nothing to deny of yourself. That's right, Missy. I love that. I'm just reading a couple of the comments here. With love, we can tell people, I love you for appreciating that you do this, this, and that. And I apply the same, I would expect the same, I expect to be respected the same way. If you're a veterinarian, I would expect a veterinarian to treat me with the same respect for the psychic mediumship work that I do. Cause we're both in the business of healing. We are both in the business of healing. That crown is always there. <laughs> I should keep that crown here. That's a great idea. So, The question I have here, let's just sum it up. You got homework, okay? You've got homework, first of all. What's your gift? What are you interested in? Maybe you're just like, I want to learn how to do Akashic record reading. I have a curiosity about pendulum. I have a curiosity about tea leaf reading. I have a curiosity about those divination rods. I have a curiosity about You tell me. Know yourself or know what you're already good at. I seem to always have the right advice for somebody when I only have that much information. And then that's your homework. Know yourself. Figure out what your gift is. Even if you're in the process of a spiritual awakening, you've made it to this point 50 minutes in so that I want you to know you're on the way. <laughs> Beautiful, I have this. I did my first spirit-led evidential reading on Tuesday. Ah, oh, blessings to you. Blessings to you, fellow worker. Because people need the healing. It's amazing. Okay. The next piece that I want you to understand is I want you to find a healthy way in which you can teach others from a place of the traumas and the hardships that you have endured how can you get comfortable with owning the pain and how can you see that your past and the hardship is actually the education on what you on which you will help heal others now that's kind of a heavy homework assignment That might happen while you're driving or you're like blowing out your hair or maybe it's like doing the dishes that you sit and think about this. Like, oh, man, I never saw the pain that I've endured as a way to help heal other people. So just let that resonate. Yeah. Let the imposter syndrome go. The third piece of homework I have, and this is the most powerful piece, is use it for the greater good for helping other people. how can you use your spiritual gift to help other people It's <laughs> like easy for you to say i hope that kristen you you were i think you've been here since the start right i love it maybe it is easier for me i just make it look easy let me tell you i still i was in florida okay i was in florida and i met somebody and then my friend later on said why did you not introduce yourself as a psychic medium and I'm like, you know, I, sometimes I just get tired of pol- being polarizing to people. And I just, I didn't want to be judged in that moment. She's like, huh, huh, okay. It lets you know, look at, it's not so easy for me. Yeah, right? It's like that just literally two weeks ago, three weeks ago, right before the hurricane hit. I'm telling people, oh, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm a, a health coach. <laughs> I coach people. Usually is what I say. I coach people. It's like kind of. It's like kind of the truth. I do. I coach people, but it's not like it doesn't really step into the full label of psychic medium. We're all learning. We're all growing. I just want you to know that it is all about growth, expanding, and to not be scared that this gift is literally a blessing to yourself and to other people so with that i'm going to wrap up this podcast because lord knows i'm supposed to actually be on another call right now doing medical mediumship i apologize for being late but my heart had to get on here and send this message out to the world and the message is particularly if you're listening to these words right now that you are here to shine bright in your life stop hiding know that you're not alone yes that there is, that, the, that normal is a myth. And that's quoting a book by Gabriel Mate, who just wrote a book called The Myth of Normal, if you wanna dive a bit deeper into this idea, because I agree, and he's a doctor who wrote this book, that there is a myth on what normal is. And if somebody wants to turn around and call you a psycho for being a psychic medium, just laugh, (laughs) be like, okay, do you boo? (laughs) Cause when you laugh at what the negative haters have to say to you, they don't have anything to say. (laughs) And I don't, I'm not here to have an argument over who's right. The only thing I'm focusing on is the right to love my life more. That's it. so with that I want you to know wherever you are if you're in the spiritual closet if you just feel like you woke up inside the spiritual closet if you feel like you're out and you're bouncing around and you're like Tigger from Winnie the Pooh and you're like dude I'm so spiritual as fuck I just want you to know I love you (laughs) I want you to know that you are loved by your spiritual team I want you to know how loved you are I want you to know that you are not alone that you will bump into other mentors that will encourage you on the path that you are headed down. And, and that no matter what current trial tribulation, even in my own life. Okay. I want you to know, it's not like I get to some point where I'm like, I'm so ascended by the way, if you ever, if I, if you ever see me saying I'm so ascended and I'm going to sit on a platform above everybody and tell you how to run your life, please tell me to wake the fuck up. There there isn't any moment in my life where I am going to be so perfectly aware of all of the answers. (laughs) I am growing in this life and that is what life is about is to learn the lessons and those lessons are hard and once you accomplish, accomplish those lessons, they become the way you help heal other people. Okay, I'm not here to be your guru. I am here to tell you I'm in it with you. We are, I hate to use this phrase because kind of the pandemic stole it. We are in this together though. So laugh more, choose joy and be yourself. You're being called and I want you to keep walking forward with a brave heart. Thank you for hanging out in this podcast. I'll see you in my very next one. If you want to learn more about me at KamalaHurley.com. If you want to book sessions with me, KamalaHurley.com. If you want to figure out what are my favorite books or tarot decks, KamalaHurley.com, click the shop link. If you want to join my monthly membership, it's called Intuition Boot Camp. And every month I put you into... <laughs> I put you in a line. No, I'm just kidding. I'll be like, okay, everybody, give me 20 push ups. <laughs> I've decided I was calling it intuition camp. I want to call it intuition boot camp because I'm here to help you make your spiritual life more of a priority. And this month, for the month of, um, oh my goodness, October, I'm talking about spirit guides and near death experiences. Uh, there's exclusive content there. And if you feel called to join it, gammahurley.com. that's it. I love you. Beautiful soul. You've got this. Have a beautiful day wherever you are and understand that there's deep meaning and purpose for everything that you're going through. So again, keep walking forward with a brave heart. Thank you, love. I will see you in my next podcast.